On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about last generation. How was the launch of the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 with the new consoles on the horizon? We look back at gaming last generation. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. As you are listening to this, the Xbox Series X and S have released, or yesterday it has released, and tomorrow is the PlayStation 5 digital and disc version. So, I thought it being appropriate... We're going to do something different this week. You can probably already know by the title of what this is going to be. We're going to talk about me, Bethel, and Joe this past generation. The Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. How it started and how it ended. How we felt about this generation of games. Let's get it started. We'll start off with one of the earlier announcement consoles when it first got presented at Microsoft's, I think it was the Microsoft Stadium. This was before E3. If I remember correctly, it was a week before E3. It was the first time we were going to get the unveiling of the Xbox One. The first time we were going to see it. Actually, the first time we even heard of the name. The first time we heard the name, it was called the Xbox One. Bethel and Joe, what did you think of when Microsoft finally announced the name for the newest Xbox? Uh, I was like, but you already had a first Xbox. <laughs> this is weird. Why are you calling it that? Uh, shouldn't this be called the 720? Made more logical sense at the time. But that was my first. Actually, that was my first. I was like, ah, that's a unfortunate name. But okay. I remember. I remember seeing because uh, I was on Reddit when they announced. I mean, I wasn't on Reddit like right when they announced it, but around the time that they announced it, I was like on reddit a lot and then everybody was like trying to figure out oh what are they gonna name it like oh xbox 720 xbox infinity like everybody's trying to figure it out like what they were gonna call it is xbox one and i'm just like oh okay that's that's kind of it it was the third console so it should have been like batman forever it should have been xbox forever xbox (laughs) Xbox forever (laughs) xbox and robin oh that's well that would have been this new Xbox should have been called Xbox and Robin. <laughs> but like what what like you guys you guys know why it was called the Xbox One, right? No. No. I never Oh, you never knew? No. The, no. Re- the reason is, and we're gonna get more into detail about why, but the reason why this was called the Xbox One was called the Xbox One was because it was one everything. It did everything. Oh, yeah. It was uh-huh. the one unit you would I need thought it was like Xbox One. You're like a dream come true <laughs> too. Just want to be with you, free. When you mean, well, that leads into talking about the uh, the fact that, uh, yeah, when you say it like that, it makes sense, yeah, because obviously they had their presentation, Mm -hmm. and man, to this day, I remember what I mean, 
I'm, I know you're going to bring it up. I guess I'm a little go early, ahead, but ahead, I'm just saying, ahead. like, yeah. they did their presentation. They showed off everything. I don't know if it was in the initial presentation or not. Uh, oh, I rewatched it last week in preparation I, for this. I watched that that um, it was a conference. whole lot of shit. If I recall correctly, it was a whole lot of shit, and not so much, not a lot of it really having to do with the games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I recall correctly. It was there. It was like a media center. It was basically them branding it this this new thing, uh, integrated with your 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 cable, your internet, or your, your, I mean your satellite. This whole this, this you know it's the thing that you're gonna go to to the TV uh, that hooks to the TV and you know and I just remember hearing about all that and just being like, huh, okay, I, I get you know I, I remember being a little uh, kind of like. You know, kind of just kind of like a little, uh, com- not confused, but just sort of like, like, well, what's what's the whole goal here? Uh, and then it, I, I just for me, because I don't think it was initial, but then like right after when when after the presentation, and they started getting like you started hearing more of the the details, mm-hmm. the DRM thing, and that's when it was yeah. like up. Oh, that's when the shit hit the fan. Their main focus, it, it was you know, it was introduced. The name Xbox One was announced, and then they showed off the console. And the console itself, you know, everyone mocked it, just kind of like the new consoles now. Um, everyone mocked it and called it a VCR. You know, it looks like a VCR. No different now with the PlayStation 5, it looks like a, a router, or the Xbox Series X looks like a fridge. You know, there's always, uh, you know, some sort of comment on how a console looks. That was shown off with the connect with the console um what was your guys's reaction to the look of the xbox one when they revealed it i had no real issues with it i for the most part thought it was uh i, I mean it was big it mm-hmm. looked pretty big but i mean it looked like a console you know and i think not long after like you could they mentioned that you know the the reason it was so big is so it wasn't it wouldn't uh overheat uh like the issues with the 360 had so i mean once i heard that i was like all right that's fine like i was like go with that that's fine with me you know what i mean because i mean i myself had to replace two 360s so i was like sure you know do what you got to do so um it was a bit bulky but i mean i don't know coming from uh uh i mean up to that point outside of this the whole idea of a slim console was so kind of like it still was really new i mean even the ps3 i mean i mean the ps3 was the granddaddy of big consoles so like when yeah. you saw an xbox one i was just like okay like it, it, at that point i was unfazed by it the ps3 is heavy <laughs> I, I found i found one at the thrift store a while ago it's fucking huge <laughs> damn is it work i don't know did, did, was it just the system, no cables, no nothing? Had the cables and the oh, okay. controller and all that, but I got to test it out. Right. That hurt my shoulder. <laughs> what about you, Beto? What did you think when you saw the Xbox One for the first time? Uh, dude, honestly, I don't even remember. Oh, it's no. a long time ago. I'm terrible with with these. Yeah, no worries. I mean, I didn't have it. I didn't. I never. I never yeah. bought uh, Xbox One. So. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, it echoes with it. it. It for for me, it was just like, man, that was it's pretty bulky, you know. You know, we've kind of already said this a little bit, but 
entertainment is what was echoed in this. Even when the presentation first started, the, the conference for this first started, it started with clips of people from Rooster Teeth, people from different studios, Hideo Kojima was in it, Steven Spielberg was in this little reel, and it was all about us, entertainment, us, this is all about one, one this, da da da. And I don't think they really said one yet, but they, it was a, a video showing like, it's about connecting us, it's about entertainment, it's about this. And here comes the man who's infamous for a lot of things, Mr. Don Matrick on stage. And the rest of a good chunk, probably like a good 60% of that conference was entertainment, 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 being connected online, being able to watch TV, being able to click a little sidebar. Hey, you're watching Star Trek, the movie. Hey, you wanna go see when tickets are for the sequel Into Darkness? click onto the side of your screen purchase tickets now while you're watching it oh you want to watch sports there was an interesting actual interview with someone from the nfl talking about hey with xbox one connected to your cable you're going to be able to watch your game but you know what we're going to have integrated fantasy football stats on your screen so it'll pop up your fantasy football team if something happens it will be updated on your screen. You'll be able to see that information pop up right when you're, you know, watching the game and yada, yada, yada. Everything they were talking about, entertainment, all that stuff, being connected, always online. A lot of people did not like that. There was a lot of outcry about the focus being mainly on that. How'd you guys take that? So in retrospect, with the way things have gone, mm -hmm. uh, they took a risk yeah and and they took a risk on this um with this platform because if you really think about it what they were looking for basically happened with the advent of like you know like uh like the amazon fire that the fire sticks and crow and, and chromecast and and uh app roku and apples like with their how they came up although it's it's a little different but i mean what they were trying to accomplish if it had been successful you know would have been huge for them i mean it, in in retrospect it makes total sense why they would um focus so much of their that that conference or mm -hmm. that presentation on entertainment because i mean if that had been a hit if, if entertainment like you know other groups had latched onto that it would have been it would have been fucking huge the problem that they had was that i think they they misread they clearly misread the market because they're the people that were buying their consoles they wanted games man. Mm -hmm. when you look at the 360 the 360 was a a game machine yeah that happened to also have a store that allowed you to watch movies and it was i think it was very successful i remember buying renting movies and buying movies off of it or tv shows it was convenient it was it was a nice little thing i think they read into what they had there and it was a little i think they got a little ahead of themselves um uh -huh. i i just i think they did i think it i mean it in like i said with where everything went it was actually pretty forward thinking of them to do all of that yeah but they misread you know what their core audience wanted their core audience wanted a game console that's all they wanted i i agree because the 360 if you remember from the beginning it evolved it, it, as, as a platform yeah. it evolved and changed <laughs> as it went throughout the years 
and I'm pretty sure first. they had the data to back up what they wanted to do. Like, oh, whoa, this percentage of Xbox 360 what? users are using it for entertainment, right? Entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. And where they were going made sense to their numbers, but in the marketplace, in that time, they missed the boat. And what I mean by that is they were going to miss the boat regardless of what they did because they came in and I think Xbox and later on PS3, but Xbox kind of led the way of like, hey, a console's not just games. You can do so much more. So it blew that up. You know, they I don't think they knew that's what was going to go, what was going to happen. But the problem with that is you have the rest of the industry seeing that and going, oh, okay, fire sticks are out. I don't think Chromecast has, was out at that time. But here were the other things. By that time, by the time Xbox One and PS4 were coming out, you already had TVs that had Netflix, YouTube, and other apps in there. You had your phone already was upgraded with YouTube, Netflix, and all that stuff. So by the time Xbox focused on doing that, like, hey, entertainment, entertainment, it's like, well, now my console is the entertainment for games because I could do all this stuff on everything else I own. It wasn't, it wasn't a special thing anymore. Time it, over time, it stopped becoming a special thing because other, other gadgets utilize that stuff as well. You get what I'm saying? And and, and also the, the the other issue was the fact that, um, so. And I know maybe I'm moving again a little forward on this, but no problem. Um, you had a console that. So another thing, in my opinion, like when they're talking about this, that they announced was that Connect was fully integrated now, mm -hmm. was no longer an option. It was basically if you're getting an Xbox One, you're getting Connect with it, and that was a huge uh, reason why the console launched at such a high price point. Yeah. Now, when you look back at what it launched, you know, like you look at it now and it's like the price is the same. Like what we're getting now is, is the, the price wise is the exact same thing. Yeah. But at that time, now that you look at it, they could have dropped an easy hundred dollars off of that console, maybe yeah. even more, um, when it released. And even at that price point, right. You've got people. So you had the issue was like, you had people that were complaining that the price of the console was too much mm -hmm. and people were like and, and a lot of people gamers were like i don't want the connect i don't i don't want it i didn't you know yeah i didn't sign up for that so you had you alienated people that wanted the console and then on the entertainment aspect nobody wanted to pay 500 dollars. even at that time it was ridiculous for someone to want to pay 500 dollars for a media box because mm -hmm. even at that time you could i believe roku's were around and they were much cheaper so it's like why am i going to spend that much for a box when i can get it way cheaper and like you're saying it's already on my phone uh the apps at that time on televisions weren't great but they worked so yeah. it's like why am i gonna spend it's so basically they, they market it as like oh it's an extra layer to your to your uh like to your tv your entertainment experience but it's like well, I don't really need that. Yeah. Like, if I want to watch TV, I'll just watch TV. Mm -hmm. If I recall correctly, they had that whole thing where you could, like, plug in and you'd have that extra interface where, like, you're going to use your Xbox to uh, switch to your, to, to your TV plan, to yeah. your uh, – to your, and it was like – people were like, wow. why would I do that? I, I watch TV first, then I play the game. Why would I want to do all that? I know they changed this, but I forget when. Was it like within the time the Xbox One came out, or was this a bit later? 
because I remember you had to pay for Xbox Live Gold to use stuff like Netflix. Did, did they cut that off I think, during I 360? Think later, or I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. I don't think you had to have Live by that point. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm just trying to remember. Um, but here's the thing. Even them talking to the entertainment and then saying cable, it's like by that time, people were already getting away from cable. So they already had something that was like, it's streaming. People don't even watch regular television anymore. If anything, yeah. I'm going to watch, oh, I... You know, TV ended up becoming, oh, I have to watch something at a certain time. Like, fuck, streaming lets me watch whatever show I want to watch. If, yeah. I don't want, if I want to watch Arrested Development in this episode, I could watch it right now. If I don't, if I want to watch Friends in this episode, I'll watch this right now. You know? That was a drop for Beto. But Beto, what, what, what's your opinion on, on this whole thing of them going with the entertainment and them doing cable and all that stuff? I yeah, I didn't really care for it. I was just more like, well, where are the games at? Mm-hmm. That's I mean, I felt like they that was the continuous theme for them. That like there was really more focused on the entertainment part than the actual video games. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it goes to show. I mean, it, it there was really not a lot to play this generation for that console. So they fucked up. much at the end of this conference it was really bad news there was a lot of negativity that came out of out of that conference a lot of bad stuff happened there was a lot of people that didn't want to get an xbox one don matrick uh famously said when jeff Keeley interviewed him about um the console being having to always be connected online for it to work uh that was something a lot of people didn't like either um that was one of the issues people had too we still have people that don't have access to good internet now. Yeah. So imagine <laughs> at that time. Yeah. I yeah. imagine at that time how difficult. I mean, how to ask someone. Yeah, your console needs to be online all the time, and mm. they're like, I have no access to broadband speeds to do any of that. Oh, but Joe, it checks in every hour though, or once a day. It, was it every hour or once a day? I, I, I don't remember what it was, yeah, but it, yeah. it just it was it was a silly requirement. It mm-hmm. really was, you know, what they were looking for. I mean, we're talking about all this stuff now. We haven't even gotten to the game thing, yeah. which was just a huge killer for them. Now, the famous thing that was said was when Jeff Keighley asked, "Well, what about your uh, your your fans of Xbox 360 overseas? People in the military who you know take their th- Xbox 360s out, and that's a form of entertainment for them that don't have access to internet. Uh, what would you say to them?" He's like, "Oh, you know, uh, what I would say is we do have a unit that can be played offline, and that's the Xbox 360." And that was people were not happy with his reply on that. Yeah, he sounded like really douchey when he said it. Yeah. Too. That basically, it's very similar to uh, the PlayStation 3 thing where they said the oh, yeah. price, and he's like, well, people should, you know, they're going to want this, so they should probably go get a second, second job. Yeah, get a second job. It's funny because, like, like, not long after that, he, that, that, what's his name? I can't even remember his name, but he was like, yeah, he no longer was that. That was basically oh, Don Matrick? death knell. Yeah. He no, went, no, no, he no. ended, oh. The PlayStation thing. That yeah. Got the, the guy, after, like, not long after that, he was, like, removed from that position. Hey. It was basically his death knell. 
yeah, I think Beto was saying we didn't, we're, we haven't even gotten to the games yet. When I was watching that conference, the only game they showed was Call of Duty Ghosts, and that was a cross-generational game. And the only thing they showed was like, hey, you know, there was not that much details in arms and, and hair on the Xbox 360 versions, last-gen versions. Now, better hands and better hair. That was pretty much it. And I was like, oh, shit. That was the only game shown at this conference for a console. too. Yeah, I heard Ghost was kind of good. Now Ghost, the Ghost had the 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 canine, the dog. That, yeah, that was part of the mission. That was the big deal. I remember that. Oh yeah, we got dogs now. Yeah. So, Xbox One not starting off to a good start. A lot of people not very excited about it. A lot of negativity around the Xbox One. Now we got the Sony PlayStation coming in to talk about the PS4. And what do they do different than Xbox One, Joe and Beto? They they showed a lot of games. Yep. They talked about All games. They, did. they talked about games. They showed a ton of games. I even watched that conference too, and it was still entertaining. They go into detail about talking to developers. What can we do to help? Like, what do you guys want in a console? We want better, more RAM. We want more this. We want a larger hard drive. This, this, that. They're more focused on what do developers want? How can we help you to make better games? And they even talked about, hey, we would make consoles with awesome technology in it. Stuff that was like, whoa, this is powerful. If you know how to program for it. If you know how to work this thing. And a lot of the times, it's not easy to figure out something where they, yeah, you can throw the best chips in a console. But if you don't know how to actually access that power and you have to try to figure it out, it doesn't help developers in making games. As we've seen in the future stuff, like companies that are first party, like Naughty Dog or Insomniac, they learn the console. They can get stuff out of the console. But for other third party developers, people making games for, you know, multi-platform consoles, going to different consoles, making games for the PS3 was a hassle. And a lot of people forgot that in the beginning, PS3... If a game came out for Xbox 360, sometimes the PS3 version was delayed a month or more because they were trying to make it work on that console. It was difficult. So because of that hurdle that they had with the PS3, with PS4, Sony's focus was the developers, what do you need to make awesome games, and the games. They showed a ton of games. What was the best fucking game did they show at the PlayStation 4 conference? What was the game to fucking destroy all games? Knack. Fucking knack was at the PS4. Also, that was uh, one of the things about that whole um, the the move from this generation to you know from that generation to the follow up to the PS4 and Xbox One generation was the fact that now you were basically you know went with the other consoles you were getting these really 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 advanced um, consoles you know technologically speaking Mm -hmm. that were. At, you know, at, at the time, were you know, computers and PCs. Like PCs couldn't weren't they they couldn't compare to that. But now you'd hit a point where you know I think around the PS3, that was probably one of the last ones. Like that that in the cell processor or the you know that that was the big deal. It was like this whole thing, like you're saying, it was difficult to to program to mm. to make games to, um, and it wasn't until you know, pretty far into the console lifecycle that, you know, the developers really learn to, you know, utilize it and, and like make games so that most of the games 
were on par, you know, parody. Uh, uh, remember, it was always platform parody was something yeah. that you always heard about. You weren't getting that until late into the cycle. Um, I think, you know, 360 had the advantage at that time because they were basically using, you know, just high end, you know, uh, PC, yeah. kind of like PC parts. Mm -hmm. the, the switch over to this generation was basically when you say Sony was like, yeah, they're giving into the developers. They basically were like, okay, we're going to do the same thing. Yeah. We're going to make obviously fine, fine tune, but what you're getting there are basically like, it's a, it's like a PC, it's a console, but with PC part, you know, basically how yeah. a PC is done. So it was a lot easier for them to, uh, for developers to, you know, make these games. They yeah. basically were like, we know it was difficult in the past. We want to make it, like you said, we want to make it as easy as possible, as painless as possible for you guys to, uh, to do that um and then the other thing they also did i don't know if they really said it at that time but early on in in the console when talking about the consoles they made a really huge push for the indies yeah for indie titles and that was huge i think that was a really really big thing i even forgot to bring this up because there was i i, I kind of stopped talking about xbox i didn't want to keep talking shit about xbox but one of the other big things that i completely forgot to bring up was uh that made a lot of people mad about Xbox One was not being able to play used games. The game you had was attached to your console. You can let your friends borrow games. You couldn't play anything that was pre-owned, used. Your game was authentically attached to that console. That disc would have to be in there. Like, oh no. One of their things was you can pop your disc in there. It could write into the hard drive and you'll never have to use that disc again. But you can't give that disc to a friend. That license of that game, that disc was attached to your console. So you weren't able to take it. You were able to take it out of the, co the console once you downloaded it. But you couldn't sell it. You couldn't let your friends borrow it. And that was a huge thing too. You couldn't that, play that, those games. That was probably the biggest What's funny about that? It that was probably in my in my opinion, and I mean, there's a lot of things that they did wrong. Mm -hmm. Like it, you know, if ever Microsoft and Xbox had a Sony moment, what I mean by Sony moment is like the PS3. Yeah, what happened there? This this was basically it. This was them basically like, yo, you know what? We killed it with our last console, and whatever we do. People are gonna, we're gonna, they're gonna ride with us. We could do was, whatever we want. Yeah, pretty much. And and it was a huge no. Um, they did a lot of bad things. That to me was probably one of the biggest, most like damaging things that happened to them. And mm -hmm. ironically, it never even came to light. Like by the time the console came out and games were released, it was not a thing. But people, if I recall, people were still. Like, oh, so I can't, I can't, you know, yeah, I can't uh, trade this game in, or I can't. Like, it was such a a, a bad. It was that message was like, you know, and like people people don't read it and stuff like that, you yeah. know. Like, average person's just gonna hear that and they're gonna be like, oh, I can't, I can't trade my game in. It's mm -hmm. only I can only play it on this one thing. Uh, and even the follow up after they said, you know, you can't. It's it's one license. When they were like, oh, you'll be able to gift games. It'll be at a small fee. It was like no. This was also during the era of the game, like um, the online passes were a thing, which were so stupid. Like when you when you look at some of the most consumer unfriendly things they ever did, like and not just talking about uh, Microsoft, just in general, when yeah. companies and publishers started doing these online passes where it's like, oh, yeah, you can get the game, but 
you get your online pass, but if you trade it in, you're going to have to buy the online. It was, that was terrible. Yeah. And, and, it, and it didn't last, but maybe what a year tops. Um, two? Like almost two. It, yeah. it was such a bad thing. And it was so unconsumer friendly. Uh-huh. Um, when I look at like a lot of, when I talk about, you know, obviously they found other ways to milk people, you know, milk money out of people. Clearly they've, they're still finding ways, but that was one of the worst uh, yeah. things. And I think it was, we were still in the middle of that. So, you know, obviously, you know, ex Microsoft is like, yeah, why wouldn't we have this thing where, you know, you can gift a game, you know, at the best, but they wanted to lock down. Yeah. They wanted to lock down the games and you could only use it. It was such a bad thing. Like I remember when I heard that I was like, at the time I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> like, I, I was like, there's no way. And then it, it didn't take more than a few months after that for them to completely go back on that. Because it was, they they realized, you know, like I, I remember them saying, like, yeah, we we've heard, you know, the fans, we've heard what they're saying, so yeah, it's not going to be a thing. But it didn't matter at that point. People yeah. were already like, oh, this is this is this is shitty. What was one of the things after hearing that about not being able to play used games? What was PlayStation's response to being able to play used games on the PS4, Joe? They they. It was brilliant, really. That little video they did where it was like, here's how you, you know, give a friend a game. And it was basically uh, Shu Yoshida and uh, who was the guy? The other guy? I, I forget remember. his name. But uh, he just handed him the game. Yeah. And it was such a little tongue-in-cheek <laughs> video that, you know, even they in their faces, you could tell that they knew what, you know. They're like, yeah, they're making fun of him. I remember you, Joe, loving how Shuhei Yoshida's face yeah. was like. Yeah, that little. He had that little smirk. Little, you. Yeah, it was. Love like that. there was a moment I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like Joe really liked this. Like it was great, but like you loved his face. I loved it because I mean yeah. I was so anti what yeah. they were trying to do, mm-hmm. and and you know it, it was just a great way for them to just kind of just put it out there, like, "Yeah, this is all you got to do." Yeah, and I mean you know they they killed it, and the, mm-hmm. I think the thing that people forget, and I think the thing that Microsoft forgot at the time was they did great during the 360 cycle yeah they did they did really really well mm-hmm. but i think people i think they got they did so well early on but i think people they tend i feel like they forgot that sony made a huge push on yeah. the second end of that the second half of that that console generation mm-hmm. to where it was almost even like most people would be like yeah i would agree if you want to say that 360 was like your if you want to crown a winner yeah you could say that mm-hmm. that's totally that it it, it, it was but like you know, by the end of the lifespan, like the land of the console, like the PlayStation still was did really well. It it it, it had to make up a lot of ground, mm-hmm. and it's eerily similar to maybe not hundred percent similar, but it's it's de- definitely similar to what went on this generation yeah. that we're almost at the end of. But they had a lot of ground to make up, and they did. They made up a lot of ground. So I feel like when Microsoft came out with what they did. Uh, I think they really underestimated how they really needed to knock that presentation out of the park mm-hmm. to really solidify themselves, and they just ended up handing the keys to the to the to the palace back to to Sony. You know, yeah. It's funny how how uh, the PS3's console ended coming with the. With a lot of good games, but also with the PS Plus program, that fucking I feel I feel like that might have helped uh, boost the sales. Oh of yeah, it. that helped. And then this this last one, like Joe was mentioning, like the, the program that they what's it called the uh, Game Pass for Xbox. Game yeah, Pass? the Game Pass. That I'm, I mean, that's a really fucking that's, yeah, that's a great deal. And 
and you know, for for I know we, we we sometimes joke about it, but like even in this generation, like when they made that push early on in the in the console life of Xbox One, when they were like backwards compatibility, everyone was like, <laughs> nobody nobody gave a shit, right? Yeah. You know, and it was true. It was like I don't want to play my oh, these old games, but then when you had that, and then they launched Game Pass, then it was like, oh, oh it gives shit. you more. It gives you more um, titles. Like it gives any you of these games library. from everything, yeah. And it was yeah. like. You know, ended up being, you know, it's obviously something that going forward is a huge thing for them. It was a big, big thing that at the time everyone was like, so. So I could keep going about PlayStation's conference, but we are, you know, they did well. They they saw what Microsoft was doing, but they didn't do and just did such a good job. They killed. They I, I felt, you know, like everyone did. You had a lot of people who migrated from Xbox 360 going to PS4 because of how negative it was for the conference for the Xbox One. And just like you said, Joe, even right away, I think within the first week, Microsoft was like, okay, no, you can play used games. Uh, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. I mean, they still kept connect with the Xbox One. Yeah. But the biggest one, which was not being able to play used games, they said there's going to be a day one patch and you're going to be able to play used games. It's all good. That didn't matter though. The negative, the negativity, the news that came out, how bad it was, stuck with them all the way to the launch of the console. Mm -hmm. I still remembered people coming in probably a few weeks before the console was coming out, going, Yeah, it's not going to let you play used games. And I'm like, Oh no, they fixed that. But it was like, that's when I knew the damage was done. It doesn't matter because. The negative news went everywhere, and your casual video game player who probably doesn't keep up with the news heard it from probably their buddy who is maybe a bit more into video games than he was, but they were like, yeah, you can't play used games. Oh, fuck that. And, you know, that's it. That's the, what the news was for that, that system. And their the message, right? Their, yeah. their message was so everywhere because of the whole entertainment aspect that it really didn't i think even towards the end people were like well what is this mm -hmm. like what what is this is it a console like yeah. what do you what do they want from us you know mm -hmm. um i mean they were even investing money in like we're gonna have a halo series which didn't really come to fruition they they were like a tv series specifically for xbox tv um their entire plans because of how bad everything was uh how, how bad it was received they had these plans for the um, Quantum Break game to have this TV show that ran alongside the oh, game. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And they ended up having to, like, basically shelve it and put the episodes, like, basically redo everything and just basically put the show as a part of the game. That's how, I mean, yeah. they had this huge plan for Quantum Break and they had to basically scrap it and just basically make do with what they could on the game. And, you know, like, I, I remember playing the game. It's a good game. It's not a bad game. But I mean, just, yeah, you could tell like they had to recut everything. They had to redo a yeah. bunch of stuff. Well, it didn't the Microsoft or Xbox TV or whatever they called kind of just ended after? Like, yeah, it, yeah never, just, it, it never ended up being a thing. I'm, I'm guessing the NFL thing never ended up becoming a thing, too. And not huge. Steven Spielberg, he was in the little thing, but he also was talking about working on a Halo series, but... I know they ended never. up doing a Halo series, but he might have been some executive producer still. I don't know. Uh, maybe that didn't happen. I know they did do a series, but it didn't. It didn't become really anything because no. Halo Five ended up sucking. But anyway, 
that's beside the point. Conferences are done, the console's out. I'm gonna talk about some of the launch games for the systems. And you know, I think I'm just gonna just say this one game because this was the game to end all games. PS4 had Knack, ladies and gentlemen, Knack. That's uh, it for a third party controller podcast. <laughs> if you want to talk skin. Knack, Knack was that was more shown to like to show the like the physics of the game. Kind of like, oh, hey, you know, all these because Knack can like blow things up. Yeah, Actually, you know what? Particles and stuff. But Knack is still dope. And Knack 2 is really good, too. So don't don't talk shit. Surprise Knack 3 <laughs> is going to come out and release on Dude. a launch. Yeah. Surprise launch Knack 3 on PlayStation 5. Calling it right now. Uh, Rezogun was also a downloadable game for the PlayStation 4. Uh, Killzone. That was a great great game. Oh, hell yeah. Killzone, Shadowfall, and I think those were the top ones. Because everything else was just kind of like Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, Call of Duty Ghosts, whatever. So those were the games for the PS4. What's up? Madden. Madden, all your sports games, FIFA. Now, for some of the exclusives on Xbox One were Forza 5, Dead Rising 3, Rise, Son of Rome. Was Killer Instinct launch? I don't think it was a launch title, no. I, I don't think it was. I Hold think on, it came not long later. Maybe it was. Let me double check. Killer Instinct, Killer Instinct. It was very small if I don't it, think was. it was. Because it, was it wasn't a large title. It was only going to be eight Microsoft characters. Studios 2013. It had yeah, to be because it, it was 2013. Killer Instinct 2013. <laughs> was released in November 2013 as a launch title for xbox one so yeah okay. it was so we had also killer instinct um so we had all those games going um, from xbox killer instinct was a uh, it was a free-to-play to start off or kind of sort of free-to-play where you had one character that you could use uh, was it free-to-play because i remember having to buy it you could buy it or you could use the free character and i think you could buy i, I want to say you could either unlock the rest of the game but you could definitely download it for free mm-hmm. and try out. You were you were able to try a character like every week. You'd have a character that you could use, like one character that okay, you can use this character in the game and have access to all the modes, and then or you could unlock everything. I think yeah. that's what it was. I mean, I know. I, I mean, I don't know how how popular it was now, but Killer Instinct. It has a huge following. Great. It was a yeah. good game. Yeah, it was good. So we got Rise and Rome, Dead Rising Three, Forza Five, Killzone, Knack, and Resogun. Um, I remember Dead Rising needing a, a day one patch that was almost two hours. Wasn't it like an hour and a half? I remember Mega sixty four did. It was pretty long. I remember Mega sixty four doing a video on it that was actually an hour and a half. I just like, watched. Look, I got the... this, and then they're installing it, and it's just it was, they just it was it. just uh, them installing it, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Just the install screen. <laughs> Beto, we played Rise: Son of Rome way before the launch of the Xbox One at San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. 
What? Do you remember how you felt playing it? I, I remember. Do. It was, I do. It was kind of it was boring. It was kind of whack. I was just like, I felt like it, like this should only be a demo and that's it. Like this should not be a game. Now this is how you know so much negativity was around Xbox One. This is San Diego Comic Con. There's a fucking line for the hot dog stands at San Diego Comic Con. We're walking around the Xbox booth. It's not empty, but there is no line. So I looked, at, I looked at Beto and I said, hey, you just want to try it out? Because at that time, me and Beto did not care to wait in line for games. Because we did it one time, and it took way too long to play Devil May Cry 4 for the PS3 and Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles for the Wii. And I was like, I'll never do this for video games at Comic-Con again, just waiting in line. But Xbox, we just walked up. Every other every other booth, Capcom, huge lines to play whatever Street Fighter stuff was going on. Nintendo, huge lines. But the Xbox One, nope. But we said, hey, let's try it out. Just like Beto said, he was bored. I just remember playing it and being like, this looks nice. And then after a while, I think Beto was, it was funny. We had a certain amount of time to play. I think I remember you, Beto, just taking your headphone off, headphones off, putting the controller down and just walking right next to me and watching me because you were like, <laughs> I'm done. And then, and then I remember playing and going like playing and then I'm like, I keep getting hit, right? Bam, bam. And I'm like, I think, I think it's like on God mode. And you're like, yeah, I think it's on God mode. And didn't I hit a button and it bore, like it cooked me out to a menu. And then the, yeah. whoever the guy was, the attendant was like, oh, oh, uh, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then the guy's like, oh, let me fix it and you can replay it. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm cool. And then we just left. And then we, were, we just talked about it. We're like, it looks nice, but it plays like, eh, whatever. And you know, you were on God mode, so you didn't really know how feel how it was gonna be. Like, was there difficulty? Was how much was there to it? Like, I understand they don't want people to get frustrated, die, and then like, oh, that's the end of your game because it restarts the whole thing. Like, I get why they do that, and I, I know a lot of people who are showing off any game have a, a God mode or some type of mode there, so you don't die right away. But it wasn't a good impression, I remember. Yeah, but yeah. I remember Rise, I remember playing that, and I remember thinking, uh, it's basically, uh, I feel like every console gen, there's always a game that's like a proof of concept. It's really not a full game, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's released as one. Rise, to me, was like, the. it's like the very first Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, the original one, looked great, oh, but yeah. it was the same mission over and over. It looked fantastic. Like, mm -hmm. the things you could, you, you would show that off to people and be like, look what this thing can do. But when you actually play, you're like, oh yeah, you're doing the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. it's, there's nothing to it. So, I mean, I I, always, I looked at Rise sort of like that, and uh, and uh, yeah, there's it was very shallow. But I mean, like you said, it looked really good. I mean, if you want something to show off, that was something you could definitely use to show off. Yeah. I always felt, for me personally, I thought, out of all the launch games, and I know it's it's I mean, sometimes it gets thing, but like killer, like killer instincts, particle effects, oh yeah, and and just everything, the backgrounds. I mean, I still to this day think it's one of the best looking, the best looking uh, fighting games ever. Like I, I mean, some people may not be a big fan of the art style, and I know some people like other stuff, but to this day, like sound quality, like sound and uh, and visuals. That game is 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 like phenomenal to me. Mm -hmm. For for me, like, you, not for me, but like people will probably be like, "No, Joe, 
Mortal Kombat 11 is the best looking fighting game, but to be honest, I agree with you because one, yeah, Mortal Kombat, its graphics are really nice, looks super mm-hmm. realistic, the, the mo- mo-cap they do, fantastic. Fighting The fighting style of Mortal Kombat, I, I understand it, not my big thing, but with Killer Instinct, I think graphically, how that game is is graphically, its gameplay, everything works for it. Everything. I think it's going to go down as one of the best. It's underrated. I think because people are, you know, if you're not a fan of mm-hmm. the of the combos of that, that gameplay system, I get it. Yeah. Because it's, you know, you have to really... It's it's a deep game, but I understand people are like, I, it's the combo thing. You can't break out, but like when you actually delve into it, it's a it's a pretty it's a deep game. Um, yeah. It's, but uh, but I'm but I'm like yeah, like when you talk about like the even just character selection, they went above and beyond. Like there are so many, they they brought back the originals, but there are so many um, just cool looking characters. I mean, one of their characters is like a is like a basically an homage to the girl from the ring yeah and she's creepy but, as hell man yeah. like when you actually mess with you use it you're like jesus christ things fucking creepy yeah but um even like i think one of my favorite things too is like when you hit when you play the game and you get an ultra combo like the music like as you're doing the combo the the, the hits go on to like the like the end of the song or whatever music it's just so many little cool touches like that yeah. that i thought uh yeah to me it's it's gonna go down as one of my favorite i mean I, I didn't get that into it but as far as like fun wise i had a blast always playing that game i don't think it gets the credit it deserves because unfortunately it was on xbox one like it sucks i don't think like for you it's 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 down as one of the best most people but didn't, I, I think a lot I, of people don't play it yeah and, and that's what sucks because it does deserve that i think it it did what street fighter 5 wanted to do but better and actually gave you something and didn't charge you a full price game you know, it did a lot of things that were better than a ton of fighting games this generation. Um, they also did the, but the it just way sucks that it was it. on Xbox One because it just it didn't get it. It didn't get that. It didn't get what it deserved because I think this is also stepping ahead. This generation, we're going to talk about how it was this generation for both consoles on games. I think fighting games this generation was not as big as it was before no. because of missteps from Capcom and other companies, but also people learning from what. Street Fighter, how Street Fighter came out, but because Killer Instinct and you bringing that up makes me realize that Killer Instinct did it well. It just wasn't on a platform for people to notice, and and they also did it in a way that was I feel like for the most part was fair. I believe mm-hmm. the initial launch of Killer Instinct was a twenty dollar. It was twenty bucks, you know, if you unlocked everything. So seasons mm-hmm. two and three were also I believe I could be a little wronger where I think they were twenty also. So to get everything combined. The game was sixty dollars, and when if you waited till the very end to get Killer Instinct with everything locked in, it was a full fledged game. Like it was a one hundred percent complete. Like you couldn't say that ah, it's missing this or missing that. Uh, and it, and if and if you bought it during season one or year one, and you pay twenty dollars, you know you could be like, yeah, you're right. Like it's missing things, but like it's gonna they're gonna add, continue. They can they continually added stuff. They never stopped adding stuff to that game until, you know, until it was final, like the final, the definitive, like if you look, I'm going to have to do that. I want to download the definitive edition. Um, I haven't done that just to see everything that's available, but I want to say that when I had played it last, it's been a while, um, it was, yeah, it was a full-fledged, full-on, just 
it was a complete fighting game. I can't find the price, but it does say here, Killer Instinct was released November 22nd, 2013 as a free-to-play game that includes all available game modes but only one playable character with the ability to purchase additional fighters uh, individually. The sole playable yeah, character is free version, rotates on a regular basis. So it wasn't like you only got the wolf dude. It was like, no, every every once in a while it would change to another mm-hmm. person. So it was a way of you actually getting to try different people. Um, yeah, you could it, definitely try it. I want to say it was twenty to unlock everything at, in season. Yeah, one. I think I think you're right because I remember being like, oh, I'll just fucking get it for twenty. Like I, I think I remember because each being character like, was like five bucks, I think, and it was yeah. way. It just came out way cheaper if you unlocked the whole thing. We got launch out of the way. We got we got how these consoles came out. Now we've already been saying it, it didn't really start off well for Xbox. No. PlayStation Four had the lead. PlayStation Four was the at the time the more powerful console. A lot of games performed better on PS4 than the Xbox One. So going through the first like three couple of years um, with PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, real quick, Bethel, you never got an Xbox One. Was your reason because of the negative stuff that came out of it when it was announced? It started with it. Um, yeah, I didn't like all the all the stuff that like pre-launch. I didn't like anything that they were that they were doing. Um, and then I don't know. After a while, I just I, I noticed that there wasn't really much that I wanted to play on, and then I never really got around to buying it. Mm-hmm. Like up until recently, like I, I would like to I would have liked to get it just because of the uh, the Game Pass. But I there's really nothing nothing else that I'd want for that. With that. Around the first three years, what do you guys remember the first three years of the PS4? We'll start with PS4 since all three of us ended up having it. Like, well, for me, that I remember, and I think you guys will remember once I start bringing it up, the first three years, I want to say toward more the third year, there wasn't a lot. Yeah. For 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 game-wise, yeah, there was a lot of ports, but also there just wasn't that many games coming out. I think the third year, the biggest game we were excited for, and I want to say we started the show the third year those consoles were out, is when we started a third-party controller podcast. Our game of the year for that first season of of third-party controller was Overwatch, because that was really not the only game. Again, I'm not saying like nothing came out, but we like there wasn't how it ended up becoming like the fourth and fifth year where there was just so many games coming out. But I just remember like, there wasn't that much that came out. What? Like, was it Destiny around the first year that we started playing? It was our, our game of the year by default. I think so. Yeah. I think so. It was game of the year by default. I think around there, that's when they started making more. Yeah. More uh, original games. Yeah. But that—that's what I remember was just there wasn't a ton of stuff the first three years. It was mostly waiting. Both consoles. Both yeah. consoles were, were things to wait for. And then even some of the titles that were like exciting. I remember when I got an Xbox One, and that was when I actually ended up getting it for free. the The most anticipated game at that time was Titanfall, and Titanfall was cool, but it was multiplayer only. You know, there was some sort of story element to it, but I mean, jumping ahead, Titanfall Two is a thousand times better than the first one. Oh yeah. I mean, the console came out in 2013, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm looking at it. Yeah, I want to say you're right, Jesse. It was probably year 
year three when you started to see a lot of the really, really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Like year two, year three, 2015, 2016 is when you started to see a lot of uh, of the bigger stuff. And, and e even for ports, like even games like, like that, I mean, you had um, Blood Bloodborne was a 2015 game, you know, uh, Metal Gear Solid came out back in 2015 mm. um so yeah it took a, it took a solid two years it, 2016 is when you got uncharted so yeah it was almost three years yeah it's it's crazy to think how many uh how it took a while to really get a lot of you know fallout was 2015 fallout 4 but sure it it did take quite a but once they got rolling man i mean it was like jesus it was game after game after game i forgot alien isolation was 2014 actually yeah um but yeah like it, it it was a slow drip to start but it, it, i think up to that point though we were basically used to that i mean that's kind of how it always went mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it was always every 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 console launch was eh, you're not gonna get a thing the first couple of years or anything like that they they really had that set and most most of the other consoles up to this point really you know it's always here's our releases and you know enjoy these mm -hmm. you know like everyone looks at um like the ps2 i remember ps2 launched with a shitload of games right yeah. but only like four of those games were any good ssx and, yeah ssx was one um i happen to like ready to rumble boxing oh, yeah. but i mean if you didn't that's your mileage may vary yeah and there was maybe a few others but it's like yeah and then I, you know even at that time i was like i don't even know what else was out there ps3 was another example of something that's like it launched and it's like we're looking i was looking for something you know what i mean to play so i mean the motor you know, storm demo yeah, grand turismo demo which was until holiday i think uh so it's like you know it, it it was one of those things where like you said like those first couple of years it was a slow drip but i mean you know once once the floodgates opened it was a lot of stuff xbox had a rough time because uh, yeah. like i was saying a lot of games performed better on PlayStation 4. And when it came to their first party titles, Halo 5 was not enjoyed by a lot of fans. What everyone, what they made exciting, the Master Chief Collection, not only did it have Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, and Halo 4, but you can play the old multiplayer too or updated versions of the multiplayer. And when it launched, nothing worked for months. Things didn't work. Thing, you know, single player, you were cool, but what the most the thing that made people excited was, dude, I am going to be able to play Halo 2 again online. And it didn't work. It didn't work. And that was so disappointing. I was so excited because I liked Halo 2, you know? I didn't grow up playing Halo 2 online, but when I ended up playing it on 360, when you were able to play the older game on the 360 online, I had a blast. You know, Halo 3, I had a blast online. And, and none of that stuff working, it was just like, man, this sucks so bad. Then like, okay, Halo 5's coming out, and that just sucked. That was just garbage. And, and you know, you got, Gears 4 was fun. It was great. I liked Gears 4, you know? And I won't go any further. We'll talk about games later on, the, but. The Gears, I think I think you're saying, like, that's correct. I think from what all, all yeah. intents and purposes, the Gears series is one of the few series that really yeah. kept up. That's yeah. That's a hundred percent agree. Uh, again, I'm not trying to say Gears Four sucked. I'm just saying like, it was good. It was more of the same Gears, but like after what happened with like yeah. Halo Five and Halo Master Chief Collection, you're like, I'll take whatever works as long Don't as it works. Don't ruin it for me because I'm still gonna play it. Uh, Gears Four? 
four and five. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna ruin it. But um, you had that, and then you had. I'm just kidding. You could ruin it. I don't care. <laughs> you had PlayStation. You had freaking Uncharted Four coming out. A lot of their exclusives. Even one of the things, like, dude, it took forever for The Last of Us Part Two to come out. Mm-hmm. They announced it took forever you got god of war you got and you it, got the last of us remastered edition yeah. too that to hold you over um before it was ever announced you know but it, that i remember it was just once the ball started getting to roll with games three years in that's when you're like oh man this is awesome the game's coming GTA out for the system release gta 5 jesus that thing keeps which selling. was a huge money maker yeah even on the ps4 was mm-hmm. a gigantic moneymaker. I would I would go so far as to say that GTA Online PS4 was like fucking just money. Just they were raking in the dough with with that alone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you know, I mean they're gonna re-release it again. Yeah. yeah. That's how much money they're making with <laughs> that fucking thing. They don't need to make a GTA six. No. It's basically what killed off uh, any DLC, they were just like, we're making so much goddamn money for this thing. There's no we're reason to support this. We don't have to work hard. People just keep buying us and giving us money. So. Then, like any console cycle, like we've talked about, we always get slimmer models. But there was something a little bit different in this version, this generation of consoles. Better performing consoles. We got the PlayStation 4 Pro and we got the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S. The difference though, Xbox ain't behind anymore. Now they're coming out with the more powerful console. The Xbox One X had i don't know how many teraflops but it had a good amount of teraflops basically six six teraflops xbox one x ended up becoming the more powerful console mm-hmm. ps4 pro gave you a good boost not true 4k checkerboarding games had a boost mode so some games performed better than playing it on a standard ps4 but when it came to power raw power game performance true 4k that was the xbox one x now before we jump into the xbox one x i you know got a pro i think you guys got a pro later on right i got a pro when it launched so i did too i'll, I'll be 100 percent honest getting a regular playstation 4 and then getting a pro i knew there was a performance i i you know there's a performance boost that's why you're getting it and I'm pretty sure, like, I was like, yeah, this seems like it's running better. This seems like it's performing better. But I would need to see it side by side to to really be like, oh, okay, this is the difference. Because I wasn't going to pick it out. You know, I wouldn't have been able to be like, oh, this is what's making it perform better, right? Unless you were watching a Eurogamer video. Or a, a Digital yeah. Foundry video. But the moment I knew the PS4 Pro was actually doing better was... It was around the time that The Last Guardian finally came out after, what, 10 years. And I know I was playing it and Bethel was playing it. And at that time, I had a PS4 Pro. Bethel was still playing uh, PlayStation 4 games on a standard PS4. 
I was playing the last uh, the last guardian and Beto came over I remember and I was still playing it he came over and he's like oh shit and I'm like what he's like that looks really good it's better it's running better than my the one I have at home you know on my regular ps4 and for me that was enough confirmation that oh okay yeah the pro is a better performance because if Beto can fucking notice it you know because I wasn't playing this idiot can notice it (laughs) no (laughs) like I wasn't playing the last like the last guardian on a standard I already had the pro so I couldn't compare like it couldn't be like oh this is is performing better but since Bedlow was able to tell the difference that's when I knew oh okay this is giving the performance boost this is doing all that Joe you I never upgraded the Xbox one personally I didn't see a reason to because there wasn't a ton of games coming out for it for me to actually invest in purchasing an Xbox one X um, you have an Xbox One X now. Do you see the performance boost? There is a performance boost. We know that. It's a more powerful console. But how is that you remember the performance from a standard one to the X? I mean, it had been such a long time since I had tried, I'd played. So going from one, from playing the, the just the old Xbox One to the One X, um, first thing right off the bat, I remember hating absolutely hating the interface the user interface of the xbox one it kept changing it so it it was always it wasn't always um uh responsive at times there's just a lot of things i didn't like once you know we got back into it i first thing i noticed it was super responsive it um it was it worked you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, it i think that finalized what they were looking for because even through the entire first few years it's like they didn't know what they wanted with that with the whole uh their their user interface same like they were always changing it so once they figured out what they wanted kind of i guess i'm, I'm saying it it, it worked it, i liked it um playing first thing you know and i mean this, this I, it, we, people talk about it but i was like it's whisper quiet oh, okay. it, it's yeah. one thing that is very very it's nice uh, i got so used to having to the fan of the ps4 you know whether it's a four Jet or engine. pro it, it gets loud and you know, I, I've heard there's different ways to, to to work on that, but generally speaking, if you've got a PS4, you know the fans an issue. It, yeah. It's loud. It, it, there were times playing the PS4 where it was in the middle of a cutscene or something like. I know with like Madden, if if I'm in between plays and I pause the game, it will start to for whatever reason just go insane. Like it mm-hmm. keeps getting louder and louder, and I'm even scared to leave it <laughs> paused because it's like, dude, this thing won't shut up. Yeah. Uh, but switching over, like, yeah, using the the, the X, it was it's whisper quiet, um, very responsive. Yeah. You know, for what it was, for what you can do, I would I always felt like I was like, man, this is this is a really good console. Uh, it, you know, it's quick, it's snappy, it, it's it's everything. You know, was very responsive and, and quick to do a thing. Um, and then, yeah, you know, you play the games and, you know, like, I, you know, I don't know, like, I can't tell, you know, if you're getting the checkerboard versus native 4K, I know some of that stuff I really couldn't tell, but I could, it, it was always reassuring to know, like, everything I played looked good, mm-hmm. you know, I was playing Doom, you know, and I was like, you know, I played Doom on it, like the, yeah. the last one, that's, it's nice. It's very, very nice. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a great console, but again, it's like, it, you know, in my mind, it was like a little, little too little too late. You know yeah. I mean? So, Beto, with the PS4 Pro 
um, you had that, never got the Xbox One. What was your feeling from a standard PS4 getting, because you ended up getting a PS4 Pro later? Honestly, I didn't play my PS4 that much until I started playing the PS4 Pro. Like when I originally saw it, I, I don't really remember what, uh, like the performance wise, how it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm really bad at noticing that stuff too. So unless it's like a blatant fucking. Uh, like this huge noticeable difference mm-hmm. i don't notice it so sorry i don't i don't, I don't i can't i can't i can't help you there <laughs> but do you felt did you feel like it was a um worth an upgrade it, like it was <laughs> getting worth getting huh? a newer version of a console like the well i mean better... i got the spider-man version up so it's to... freaking dope that, that okay so you got the spider-man one so that's when the update happened yeah i I, I wanted to add just real quick, like uh-huh. one thing that I noticed that I that I stopped really even caring about or noticing anymore once mm-hmm. once the pro was a thing um, was uh, frame rate, man. That's one thing that I noticed, like from the old era PS3, Xbox 360. Once we got to the PS4 and more, but more so the pro, was I was like most of the stuff I played. You know, it was a locked 30 frames. You never had to worry about screen tearing anymore. I mean, screen tearing wasn't really a thing that I noticed much on the base PS4. But man, once you got the Pro, it was like, I don't know. And, I, and you know, obviously I think that goes to the power of it. But it was mm-hmm. one of those things where it was like, yeah, I don't think frame, frame, when dropping frames used to be a big thing. You, you know that. Yeah. And I think once we hit. And I think on occasion on the, on, a, on the PlayStation 4, you would get a game where you're like, all right, yeah, I dropped the frame a little bit. Or you'd notice it could chug a little bit. Once I hit the Pro, I think a lot of that was gone, man. Outside of maybe the most demanding games, like it was never an issue anymore. I was like, oh, that dropped frames. You know, that unless we're talking about Madden 21, which, you know. <laughs> but I mean, outside of that, dude, that was one of the, 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 the cool benefits, uh, you know, was just a solid... Uh, generally solid experiences with most of the games. You know what? For me, I, I now that I remember, I feel like the the navigating through menus was a lot slower in the on the regular PlayStation Four compared to the one I have now, like the PS4 Pro. But that's one thing that I slightly it might have been just because my getting full memory wise. So maybe that's that's what it was. But I do remember the menus like it would take. Like I'd hit the commands and it just take forever to load. So, what do you guys think of now heading more toward the end of this generation? We're already at the end. New consoles on the horizon, new experiences. How do you think PlayStation Four, Xbox One fared toward the end of their console life cycles? I think Microsoft made a huge jump. At just as Sony made the big jump. Um, you know, towards the end with the PS3 and got got hotter. Uh, Microsoft now, I'm not. Microsoft did suddenly start selling fucking consoles like crazy, or you know, to catch up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not talking about sales wise. No, obviously no. PlayStation, hands down, I think we can all agree. PlayStation Four won this this generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what Sony, what Microsoft did was definitely set themselves up with a a a great foundation for what was to come um and obviously i've talked about it a million times and i'll continue to you know but game pass was a huge thing in the beginning it didn't seem like a big deal when it was initially announced it was like oh you know um but over time i think that developed into you know a hell of a a thing for them uh them you know 
just in the background like i said it wasn't so much the xbox console itself but like all those purchases that they were setting themselves up for you were already kind of like going like wow this is this is interesting you know and yeah. it's unfortunate that the the uh, xbox one did, didn't so much get to it's probably not going to benefit so much from a lot of the purchases and a lot of the things that microsoft started to pick up and it's a sad it's, it's a sad thing it would have been nice if at the end of the console generation you know microsoft threw them a bonus like hey we got these four games coming out like you know you know what i mean like just something yeah. like boom exclusives here you go guys um they didn't and that sucks uh but definitely i feel like they they definitely gave themselves a, a good amount of buzz and just got things kind of going right towards the end you know like mm -hmm. you know in, in general they became a game machine again that's once they flipped that switch and it was like all right yeah we we made that mistake and you know we're going switching to games you know mm -hmm. and it was i think it was right around the time after they lost a couple of the last big exclusives that they were remember scale bound yeah uh, and like they was like dude you know you basically were down to like you guys have nothing Mm -hmm. For a while, we everyone of us were like, outside of a regular just third party, you know, uh, publisher games, you guys have nothing. Um, somehow, they, you know, they kind of turned it around and and at least set themselves up for a decent, you know, uh, for the next for the next gen. I mean, we'd hope, yeah. but still, like I said, it would have been nice if they'd have dropped some some solid titles at the end because they really didn't. I was actually the, the ex I was tempted to buy an Xbox uh, One X because of the, the uh, yeah the Game Pass uh, just because Joe Joe talked about it and it, it just looked interesting and I got I was tempted to buy it but then I mean I, I didn't eventually but um, yeah man the the I feel like both consoles ended on a good note with the uh, with the uh, X Xbox with the Game Pass even though I mean that's they didn't have a lot of uh releases i mean that i feel that were were worthy of buying but uh with the playstation 4 they had some really good games to end the the their console generation with with uh ghost of tsushima and i didn't play last of us but people that were looking for last of us too um i feel like they they ended on a, on a high note so it's, it's pretty it's pretty interesting uh leading into the the new console generation i want to see so, i mean they ended up with with some good games and then like both consoles have like very little to play for the next console generation too so mm -hmm. they're both kind of like uh, following each other's footsteps yeah i i you know what game pass should be a bigger thing than it is now but it's not i i you know and what i mean by that is i think game pass is fucking fantastic i think what microsoft is offering is a game changer but not a, a good, not enough people are noticing it, and that's what sucks. They, you're right, Joe. They came back. They came back pretty well, but I don't think it was enough to bring them back. But I think with how they're setting up Xbox Series X is a good thing. But I think it's still falling into the look at how your old games can play on this new, brand new next gen console. We got Game Pass. And look, uh, look, Game Pass is awesome. It, I think it's great. I It just bugs me that it's like I'm mad that not enough people are talking about it. You get what I'm saying? Like we talk about it and I am excited for that when I when I because I haven't signed up for it because I'm like, why am I going to get Game Pass on my shitty original Xbox one? I might as well just wait for Series X, which I which I am. 
but it's like that's just it, it this should be something where where sony should be like oh man we don't have something like this that sucks you know but it, it's like it doesn't even phase them because it's not it should be a giant thing but no well, one is noticing it it's not that saying no one is noticing it but like it's i i don't know i feel like it should be a fucking huge thing but the, the the reason it's not it, mm. and and you say and then the reason that they're going with a message of look at how your games you can still access your old games and look mm. how they look is because it's the only message they have right now yeah sadly they don't have games they didn't release like we just said like if they'd have released four or five you know in the last couple of years if they'd have really buckled down and released them I and they, they released gears five but i mean outside of that if they had released some some even a couple of new ips or something to make people go like wow you can get all these games on game pass i think some kind of a just a big hit some what would have given it a little bit more buzz and people would have known more but they didn't they just they don't have anything like that right now um it, 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 there's good games on game pass but again they're all games that you could most of those games you can readily get on the playstation yeah you know what i mean there's a couple of exclusives but nothing really that's gonna knock your you know your your socks off and just make you be like holy shit i want to get game pass um hopefully you know in this next gen they can write that they've put themselves in a position where they can definitely do that it's possible um you know but obviously execution is the is you know that's going to be the big thing how they how they how they're able to do that um I think I think though in time like once people start seeing it I mean I think I, I definitely think you know with how pre-orders went seemingly went well um, people more people are gonna know about it and you know they're gonna use it it's funny because I was even right even today I was going through game pass and uh, even the console's not out yet but there's already a few titles that are you you, you as you scroll through game pass they have the X slash s basically telling you that they're enhanced for series x or series s yes. and i was like oh that's cool i was like this costs us but that's how they're gonna do it it's, 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 it's cool but um yeah it's like you know we'll have to see it's a it's a great thing and i think more people are gonna hear about it because you know people are gonna purchase this console but yeah going forward they're really gonna have to deliver some fucking really good games and you know and hope that you know that people you know and, and again release really good games but also put money into those games this is an excuse for them to buy these companies and be like yeah we can we can we can uh we can skimp now people are only paying 15 bucks a month you know if they start doing that no that's going to be terrible it's like you said or if they 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 buy bethesda and they go yeah the next uh fallout or elder scrolls will be on uh, game pass but uh yeah it's pretty much only half done but yeah we'll release it there's a shitload yeah. of bugs but we'll fix it that's it's not good it's not going to be enough mm -hmm. you know? No, so we'll see how it goes. episode releases xbox series x is already out tomorrow we're getting playstation 5 we're at the end of our show ladies and gentlemen but before we go i want to ask both of you bethel and joe what are you looking forward to 
not the future of either console, but what are you looking forward to when you're trying out your new consoles? Same thing. I, like, I, I leave it the same thing I always look forward to. Fucking good Watching games. Watching Pornhub man. on it. Wait, what? Good good games, man. Oh, I'm sorry. looking forward to good games. That's the biggest thing. I want games that are going to interest me, that are going to, uh, you know, like, you know, just everything. Just give me solid games, you know? I'm already, you, you know, you can throw the sequels at me. But, you know, I'm to that point where a lot of the stuff that's already available, I've played it a million times and I don't care anymore. You know, I'm not going to get excited over a new Assassin's Creed or a new Call of Duty or a new, you know what I mean? Like, just that shit's not going to do it for me anymore. Yo, the um, new Assassin's Creed's got Cody Bellinger in it, so. That what? <laughs> the new Assassin's Creed got Cody Bellinger in it, so. <laughs> that got, wait, wait, got what? Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger, dude. From the Dodgers. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's in it, dude. Oh, Come buying it. <laughs> I'm buying it right away. Um, Beth already pre-installed it. It's it's ready for each. <laughs> it's ready on his PS5 when that's ready to download. He, he even got it for Series X, even though he's not getting one. He just bought it ahead of time to be ready. You know, it's just like I said, man. You know, like you, you got to bring good stuff out, man. You got to give us new variety. Put out, you know, new stuff. You know, try new things and just give us, give us, you know, new shit. You know what I mean? New shit. And of course, there's old, there's old, there's older, there's older. Uh, franchises that we're always gonna love, and you know we'll, we'll play that stuff. But yeah. you know, I think going for you know going for it for me, I don't want another franchise that's gonna be out every year. That doesn't yeah. that doesn't do anything for me. It's it's about you know getting good stuff out there, and you know that's 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 always what's that's always what's driven the consoles, man. Good games. If you don't have the games, you don't have you know you're not gonna have the um, the users yeah i'm pretty excited to see how uh how good uh netflix looks in this <laughs> <laughs> um no i agree with joe like i, I i'm looking forward to the games man I, i'm i'm excited for uh i don't know some, something new now like i want to see what what everything looks like i'm how, excited for no look. loading either huh no loading i mean no, no, loading, no loading or very little loading whatever. yeah uh, no loading right now but some game's gonna come out and it's like, yeah, we're back to our regular scheduled program. Oh, oh, they're going in between cracks. Oh, there you go. What did they say? <laughs> I heard that you could get in um, with the PlayStation Five. They were saying it took like forty-five seconds from when you powered the console on, from from dead off, not not resting, you know, mm -hmm. not sleep, but like from dead on to get into Spider-Man. There, someone was like, it's forty-five seconds, and I was like, fuck, that's. That's nothing. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's definitely a lot less than you know what we're used to. Yeah, I mean, Joe, I think you already kind of called it. I was looking forward to the games, man. New experiences, fun experiences, just things to play. I that's what I'm looking forward to. New generation. What uh? New things. What what games are you looking forward to? Or game? game? Other than like the launch game, like what do you want to see next? Okay, uh, you fucking assholes. What? No, I love you guys, but I know. No, I'm not going to say it. Fallout 5? Final Fuck yeah, Fantasy. dude. Final Fantasy fucking 17. I want to see how Final Fantasy... I want to see how Final Fantasy 16 is going to be. Because Ugh, 15 douche, was so shitty. And what I'm hearing is it's actually coming out sooner than than thought. Like, they actually, actually have a game that might be ready and not take forever. I just... 
want something with a story. To be honest, I just want a story. I want a good story in a Final Fantasy game. I don't want it to be pure bullshit. My expectations are pretty low, but with what I what I'm seeing right now and what I'm hearing sounds good, but I've been I've been fucking misled before. So basically this is just going to turn into history maybe might not repeat itself, but history does rhyme. So I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna be super fucking disappointed in Final Fantasy and love Persona 6. So that's probably what uh, I'm looking forward to. Is uh, okay. Are you guys excited to, for, to play the new Madden for you? Whatever next gen Madden, how that's gonna be? I wonder if it comes out. I mean, yeah, I want to try it yeah. out. What does it got? Because you guys get the free upgrade anyway, right? It's yeah. Just, you know, it's funny with that. It's not so much excitement. It's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm ready to try to see what. What, what it is? I have yeah, would you, the same. Would the same player. fucking game with with extra animation. That's it. Would you guys be pissed off if this one performed better than the one you bought? If uh, if the new one performed better, if, if the PS5 version of Ben Twenty One fucking better perform better. Yeah. No, yeah. you wouldn't be mad like how then no, is I'd that? Be, no, be I would be like that. At least at least now I have a fucking reason why you, you know, the fucking. So uh, you'd be okay with weekend. you'd be okay with it if you're it's like oh the reason why the other one was shitty is because they were just focusing on this. I would be mad if I had to pay another sixty dollars for it and then I find that out. Then I would be yeah for sure. I would be like yeah. what the fuck. But the fact yeah, that I'm, you know it's it's a free upgrade. That, I'm like well at least I know where that time went to. That's how I was thinking. I was like I'm getting it for free, so even if it's bad, I'm I'm okay with it because it's so fucking. I mean because you're already used to it. Yeah, I already, I already got <laughs> you know, already bought this speaking, game. They just tried sharing over. Madden on launch consoles tends to fucking suck. Yeah. I heard that fucking 2K1, NBA 2K is actually really good. That's what I heard too. It looks it looks really I heard good. The, they yeah, built the, it from the ground up is what I heard? Yeah, they fucking... Yeah. I, I, was, I was seeing some of the... You're like, you know that's not EA. <laughs> I was seeing some of the stuff for the next gen uh, 2K and it looks fucking dope, dude. Yeah. I don't like basketball games, though. So. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't, I don't care for basketball either. So I'm just like, that's fucking dope for people so, that are playing that. I think. But, uh, so let's uh, Madden, please. And MLB The Show. Elon and MLB The Show is dope. Someone well, told yeah. me, like, oh, are you going to get NBA 2K1? I'm like, no, why? Why would I? Like, I don't, I don't play sports games. Is it really. NBA Jam? No, because they're like, to show off your new console. I'm like, I'm getting Demon Souls and Spider Man. That's yeah. showing it off enough. enough. Yeah. That looks better. Well, I remember getting a PS2. I was like, I'm getting every sports game because at that time it was like, oh, to show off your console, get the sports games. And I, I did That's like what? sports games. It wasn't until playing against your cousin, Bethel, that like he fucking pissed me off and I never liked sports games after that. So. I'm just getting Demon Souls to show off how nice it looks. <laughs> and then you're going to trade it in and get Yoshi's then gonna, then World it, Then it's just going to be like, how much time have I put into the game? And it's going to be like two hours. I'm like, it's too hard. <laughs> I'm the same boss. I'm like, it's too fucking hard, man. But uh, yeah, two new consoles. We're super excited for it. This looks like it's going to be an awesome generation. But you will hear more about what we think about these consoles in the next episode of Third Party Control Podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. It's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Sparza and Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later.
I'm just saying they had a they had a solid template. They already had something. They they could have something. Because you forget you really, too, there was people just like just port smash, just port. That's what people have. wanted. Porn it, port, port it, porn it, porn it, port it, port it, it. And then like, no, we're doing something new. And they're like, there's already right. they already porned it. They already porned it. Super Bang Brothers. <laughs>